and welcome to Dare to Develop. Tonight, we have with us someone who has over 20 years of experience in the digital marketing, consulting and technology. This prestigious personality is currently the CEO of Digitas India. He also frequently serves as a guest lecturer on subjects related to digital technology and transformation. Without further ado, let's get right into the brand new episode of Dare to Develop. Hello all, welcome to yet another episode of Dare to Develop. Today we have with us a man known for his remarkable services in the fields of digital marketing and social sector services. He started his journey as a programmer and eventually became a part of one of country's first digital agencies, Bridge Over Troubled Waters. He later served as the Chief Digital Officer at the Maxis South Asian branch. Currently the CEO of Digitas India, I am proud to welcome Mr. Uni Radhakrishnan to share his experience with us and to inspire us all through his words. Welcome, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me here. And it's great to speak to young minds. And that's how I learn. We're also extremely delighted to have you with us, sir. So, sir, working with people and making connection is what excites you, right? Have you always been a social person right from your school days? And what made you seriously decide to get into this kind of work? Yeah, that's an interesting question. No, um, so uh, I have I've always been an introvert and I continue to be an introvert. <laughs> right? Uh, and that probably might be suppressing, but that's the fact. And when I say working with people and making connections, uh, I, I really don't mean the conventional way of networking and you know making a lot of uh, connections. I don't do that. Uh, even in many social functions, uh, you know, I'm very reluctant. Uh, and but when I connect with people, I do genuinely connect, and you know, and so uh, when I meet people or speak to people, I'm genuinely interested to know you know who they are, what do, what do they do, and right. So that's something uh, I really feel. And um, and when you're part of an organization, it gives a lot of opportunities to work uh, closely with uh, people. Uh, the reason I really enjoy working with people and my teams is that uh, it actually gives me a lot of learning and new perspective, right? Uh, I see everyone as a combination of dreams, aspirations, hopes, fears and vulnerabilities. And everyone has a view of the world you know, and understanding that in a way enriches our own view of the world. So, so, so that, that's, that's what is largely, and also it's my belief that we are not living in one world. We are actually living in 7.1 billion worlds or, you know, or 7.2 billion worlds, depending on what's the population of the world right now. Because the world is in everyone's head. So it's, it's important that each one of us has the ability to step out of our worldview and see the world from other person's perspective also. So in a, in a way, I derive a lot of energy from uh, other people. Yeah, so so that's the uh, you know sort of uh, long-winding answer to your question. So I don't know the, the, whether that answers your question. That was a very fresh perspective on being a social person, sir. And speaking about Digitas India, it is said to be a company that focuses on marketing transformation. Yeah. So can you share with us some details about the kind of work which is being done there? Yeah. 
uh, sure. So uh, uh, we call ourselves the connected marketing agency. And that's where we have sort of positioned ourselves. And our, our primary purpose as a marketing consulting uh, is basically to connect brands and consumers. So if you see with the rise of digital in the last uh, two decades, uh, consumers, and that means each one of us, right? consumers or each one of us, have become very empowered and have access to a large amount of uh, information. It's not like the earlier days when we get to know about like brands and services only from print and television. Uh, today, the information is at our fingertips, right? And the way we get this information or, ex or experience, uh, experience a brand has also changed a lot. Um, products themselves have changed if you uh, look at it. The way we evaluate, compare and buy, all that has uh, changed. So like today, I'm sure each one of us, when we go walk into a retail shop, uh, you know, you look at, um, uh, start looking at a product and then, you know, suddenly something clicks in your mind and then you go, go to Google and check and then want to read some reviews before you are sort of deciding. You might have walked into a store with a, with a decision to buy a particular product and chances are very high that your decision has changed right in the store because we have so much of uh, information, right? Uh, even a bad experience on an app or a website even can change a customer's uh, loyalty to the brand. Uh, so we really work with brands in understanding and uh, defining the customer journeys and you know, help them digitize their marketing communication uh, and operations. So from a skill set and capability point of view, it's a, basically a combination of uh, uh, you know skill sets in strategy, communications, technology data and user experience so these are the these are the kind of skill sets which we uh, the different kind of skill sets we have uh, you know um, uh, in our in our teams uh, we work with brands like hp nestle nivea tvs oreo just just to give some of some uh, flair, you know, flavor of the brands and uh, you know and also some of the new age brands like uh, boat uh, which is in you know, your um, earphones and lifestyle uh, devices um, for instance, uh, with TVS, uh, we developed a mobile application that sort of manages some of the functions in the bike and communicate with it. And uh, you know, and in fact, uh, TVS is India's first uh, uh, connected uh, bike. Uh, similarly, for Nivea, Nivea and Ovia, we do a lot of communications, creative and content, the kind of campaigns what you see in you know in the digital space. So, so that that gives a, a range of uh, work um, we do. Uh, uh, compared to a typical uh, digital agency, which is largely into creative and media, we do a, a large amount of work in terms of uh, uh, technology, customer experience, CRM and all that. Okay, sir. That really did give us an insight of the kind of work that you undertake. Also, the next question is about uh, how did the ILSS leadership program help you open your eyes about working in what one can call the social sector? Yeah, so uh, again, um, uh, to uh, to give a sort of try and sort of a shorter uh, answer. So I have not really worked in uh, what is generally considered as a social uh, sector because social sector is largely, uh, uh, you know, is considered as uh, NGOs and those kind of organizations. By when I did the ILSS course, the idea was to sort of uh, uh, move into that uh, if there are interesting uh, opportunities. But uh, very early in my career, uh, you know, I was in an organization which was actually driven by a uh, social mission. Uh, it, it was not an NGO uh, or it, nor it was called a social organization, but it was a regular business 
but with significant uh, social impact. Um, so to give a perspective, like we used to have something like 2000 odd construction workers and we were the only organization in the country at that time who were paying PF and medical care for construction workers. Never in the history uh, it has happened before that or after that, um, uh, you know, where construction workers are taken care. And we do, uh, over a period of many years, we sort of uh, uh, managed uh, that, you know, the second generation, third generation children start going to school. So we were creating, even though we were a construction company, the kind of impact we were creating was significant. But at some point, we went bankrupt, uh, you know, as a company and as well as uh, individuals and and completely personally. So, so I had to sort start of sort of start uh, completely afresh when I was uh, 33 or so. With absolutely no money uh, to you know to, to from a day-to-day existence uh, kind of uh, perspective, and that is how um, I came to the marketing agency uh, side of the world because in that organization I was. I was actually head of marketing, and I had, uh, and in in, in the early uh, late 90s, we were doing digital marketing when most people didn't even know what internet uh, was. So I had a bit of head start uh, in that, and uh, when I started fresh, I joined uh, this um, uh, the, the bridge out trouble waters. It was the first online agency uh, in the country, and then subsequently I worked there, and then. Uh, moved to Maxis Group M, where I had a pretty long stint, close to about uh, 10 years. And then when I took this break um, from there, is when I decided, and this program came up, and that was I found it very interesting uh, because uh, uh, culturally, also in the country, there was far more uh, acceptance to uh, social sector work, and our social sector was also recruiting a lot of people from uh, you know who have worked in corporate. So ILSS was a program which is basically sort of helping people who want to move out from the regular corporate to uh, working in um, uh, social sector. And this was the first first of its kind program and the first batch. And I was sort of the first person who sort of uh, got enrolled uh, in that program. It is a very short program, uh, eight days, 10 days, but it sort of built a lot of connections and uh, network after that. Uh, the program per se, uh, you know, sort of widened my perspectives. Uh, see, many of us are very privileged, uh, you know, and we seem to think that we really know what the social challenges are and we can solve those problems. But in reality, these are very, very complex and, you know, interrelated problems. Like, for instance, let's say we're trying to solve the education problem. And that's when we realize education is so deeply connected to uh, poverty, uh, you know, and hunger. And then you want to try and solve the poverty problem, and then you realize it's deeply connected to the deep-rooted caste system, uh, you know, uh, in the country. Like now, sitting in Kerala, we may not be really sort of exposed to the kind of uh, uh, thing happens in some of the other states uh, where uh, you know uh, uh, poverty, caste system are so so deep-rooted. So getting a perspective on this was important and also the program gave me a lot of opportunities to meet very, very talented, very senior leaders who are doing a lot of work in these uh, areas. So I sort of, um, uh, you know, uh, keep in touch with them. And even though I'm not working on social sector now, I'm, I'm right now on, on a regular corporate job. Uh, this is something which I sort of uh, keep in touch. So you actually described about the influence of the program. Yeah the influence that it made on you yeah next we'd like to know about uh, being an experienced person in this field what would you say are the major challenges faced by marketing companies in actually reaching the consumer 
Okay, so let me ask you a question. You know, any one of you, which which was the la- last uh, marketing communication or a campaign or a uh, you know creative communication, something which you have you seen and you remember? Like you should answer it in like let's say in thirty seconds. So, <laughs> I guess uh, I always remember the ad of Colgate, and <laughs> that's what comes. And Colgate being a very popular brand and. you know the ads are also very frequent on tv and maybe that okay. is the only thing i remember right now okay 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 see, so that that's precisely the the point right okay did you see that on television or did you see that on instagram or did you where did you see that or on facebook basically it is everywhere but more frequently on television it comes between i guess almost every ad Wait. how much time do you spend on instagram just uh, for my understanding no not much yes i do have an account but uh, these days i do not you're not uh, active okay got it so see the, the real the real challenge is basically getting consumers uh, you know uh, attention given the kind of time each one of us spend on our device digital devices uh, and we are sort of bombarded by thousands of marketing communication every day so it's very very difficult for marketers to get uh, consumers attention So earlier, let's say 10, 20 years back, you would probably see television, and then maybe a newspaper, and then maybe what you see on outdoor uh, holdings and all that, right? So uh, today, uh, you know, you are on Instagram, you're on Facebook, you're on Google, um, and some some people are on, let's say, Snapchat, or uh, uh, you know, people are probably spending a lot of time on um, gaming uh, or visiting uh, websites. so um it is very very difficult for marketers to get consumers uh, attention and notice uh, and added to this is also a challenge that too many option for consumers uh, these days right so getting a very compelling message in a very compelling format is the biggest uh, challenge for marketers and and uh, added to that is that there is nothing called um, uh, you know because there is too, too many options uh, and you let's say you have been using colgate for a long time uh nothing stops you to uh, you know just uh, shift over to let's say uh, uh, close up or a sensodyne or uh, anything like that because you have you have so many options right and that's so true for you know, every every single uh, category and there is not too much of differentiation you know uh, how different is one from the other so so these these are the real challenges uh, for, uh, uh, for you know for for brands and there are some other interesting nuances like for instance uh, uh, a lot of young people uh, today um, uh, you know sp- uh, spend a lot, you know a lot of time on mobile and um, and your competition is not just from other mobile phones uh, the, uh, sorry um, the the mobile is what is eating into is basically watches today uh, you know uh, i don't know how many of you are actually use a wrist watch a lot of people have sort of given up on wrist watch because they have a mobile and mobile sort of takes care of uh, everything including time right i'm sure you would have come across people like if not you um, people have not you know they don't use uh, wrist watches so for a wrist wrist watch category let's say titan is advertising titan's worry is not just about uh, you know casio or um, rolex or any one of them titan also needs to be worry about uh, where is uh, you know what are the other choices consumers have even outside the category not just on the same mm-hmm. category so uh, uh, you know about a about couple of years back uh, when we were uh, doing a sort of um, informal survey uh, with the uh, people uh, between 25 to 30 or so 
and all all of them are you know are there on their first job or second job and none of them have any intention to buy cars they say we uh, you know we are happy with public transport we will continue to uh, be on public transport who wants to be driving and getting stuck in uh, you know uh, traffic uh i mean again it could be a completely different scenario in kerala because uh, i think people in kerala we all are very obsessed with cars every every house has two cars and three cars and you know kerala is probably where that the, is interesting where the you know max the largest the larger number of uh, expensive brands of car gets sold in kerala compared to other but when we did the survey in bombay and delhi uh, people are saying who wants to waste time on you know on traffic we would rather rely on public transport so so this all are interesting uh, thing you know so what should automakers automakers do now right yes so so that was really interesting uh, a part of the industry we didn't know uh, the challenges also being quite interesting and of course not just interesting same times they are challenges yeah. so moving on to the next question yeah You mentioned that trying to make a sense of this world is how you would describe your constant state of being. So, what are some of the most important things that you've understood to date? Oh yeah, that's uh, that's a very 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 difficult question. What is that? Uh, you know, what is that I've understood? Uh, and uh, you know, I, I don't think I have a very clear uh, answers. Um, but i'll try and I'll try and answer uh, by some of the things that are like a sort of a guiding pointer for me um I, probably something which i try to manage to live by that not 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 that always uh, not that i always live by that but i at least uh, uh try that right uh, uh, so this are a few pointers okay so one is like i said there are 7.1 billion world views and it's important that we have the ability to step out our world view and see the others world view as well right so that that's one uh, point uh the other thing is that recognizing that we don't know how much we don't know right or or we don't know what we don't know right mm-hmm. uh, so it you know, we have to recognize that uh, fact we are very often quite fast quite jump you know jumping to conclusions you know sit on judgment on others we are very very fast on uh, that so so that, that, that so that's important and there's a very famous zen quote which says that uh, you know in beginners mind there are possibilities but in expert minds there are none right so therefore it's very very important to have a very beginners mind always so it is fine to start with saying that i don't know anything and then then you sort of keep your uh, mind open uh, then there is also recognition that we are all we all operate with a certain psychological biases you know and our, our choices and decision making is constantly affected you know affected by that it is not that uh we take a very clear rational decision you know we we um uh, it it happens so subconsciously and therefore we might not be even aware so therefore it is important to know at least that we are not necessarily objective even though we claim so uh, right mm-hmm. we may not be able to understand what the biases are that i mean said if you if you go to google and then search for uh, common psychological biases you will find uh, what uh, it sort of sort of help you in uh, you know uh understand um, you thinking there's also an interesting book called uh, the art of thinking clearly uh, i think i get getting the name right you should probably check out uh, that also uh and feynman actually famously said that uh, the first principle is that you must not fool yourself and you are the easiest person to fool 
so that's something as i always uh, yeah, uh, you know keep in mind uh, another important thing for me is uh, you know seeing our professional journey also as a personal uh, journey right because most of the people think that professional life is different from personal life but just like we put our efforts to improve our professional skills and knowledge an equal or more effort has to be sort of made in understanding the self you know became becoming self aware and continuously evolving as a person every day right there is a constant pursuit of an inward journey as much as much as you do in an outward journey right so, so these are this is what i would say as uh, uh, you know uh, some of the points uh, uh, which i am sort of sort of more like a guide so, so you know there is no clear answer what is that you have you know learned uh, uh, about the world but these are some of the uh, interesting ways the way i see the i see the world and the other thing i do also do is that when i read i read sort of widely i i read science i read economics i read uh, um, uh, you know, uh, politics behavioral science fiction non fiction um, all that so that you know, you sort of you start sort of finding connections uh, between things and that's a way a good a good way of uh, trying to make a sense of this world Yes, so we were actually very curious to know what was your take on things, and it was very knowledgeable, I must say. And finally, we'd like to ask you, what is the advice that you would like to give the youth when it comes to being able to interact with people more diligently? Okay, you see, in general, uh, you know, I'm very, very wary of giving advice to people uh, because I am often reminded. Um, Uh, about uh, this quote by Yuval Harari i'm sure all of you would have heard about uh, Yuval Harari who wrote this famous cult book called sapiens which probably everyone would have read in the last 4 5 years if not you i suggest you should i know pick that up uh, so in he has a second book called second or third book called uh, you know 21 lessons for 21st century that's also an interesting book i think you should pick up that and he says that uh, uh you know some somebody asked him that what would be your advice to a 15 year old today who is going to you know get out of the get out into the world and start studying learning and all that and his answer was that never ever listen to elders because nobody knows what the world is going to be uh, in 5 years you know 2 years from the down, down the line 5 years down the line 10 years down the line so so never listen to them so therefore you know so whatever i say you can take with a pinch of salt so I am generally I generally don't give um, and I I try to not to give advice people but I only just share some of my uh, perspectives. Uh, so your since your question is specifically to you know about connecting people and all that. Uh, see all the above things which I said sort of matters, which is basically you know understanding there are so many worldviews, stepping out of that, stepping out of your worldview, being a beginner, beginners, you know, operating with a beginner's mind. All that is sort of important, right? Uh, but uh, one of the most important skills anyone need in this world today is our ability to you know to listen and being very empathetic and being compassionate uh, you know and it's very easier easier said than done especially listening because see we are always very very happy to listen to our own voices so we have to build that uh, you know capability to listen and you know we are capable to listen and When I say listen, it is not listen to un. You know, it should be listen to understand and not listen to reply. You, I hope you get the difference, right? There is a, there is listening to understand. There is listening to reply. Most of us are very happy to listen to reply, right? 
uh, and and linked with this is being empathy right you know empathy is sort of our ability to get into our to others shoes and and this all this all these skills that will be like always will be a wip like we'll never become a perfect listener or we'll never probably become a perfect uh, empathetic uh, person but the idea is that uh, our effort has to get to get to get better every day should be very conscious effort and that is why i said it's important to have an inward journey you know of introspection uh, you know critically look at oneself right and understanding our emotions and checking how we are behaving i'm not talking about that you know i'm not talking about the good behavior that we all are taught in moral science class right okay i'm not talking about that at all what i mean to say, uh, to understand uh, what what i mean to say is that you know to try and understand why we are feeling and uh, what we are feeling right like if you if you're terribly angry it'll be a good ex- exercise to pause and understand why i'm angry right we may not get always answers but there has to be an effort right uh we all we all will get angry we will have emotions you know we just have to acknowledge that we have emotions we are we are emotional people we will have emotions the traditional way is that to tell people don't get angry and all that but that's not the you know the new understanding is not that if you get angry you might have to you have to feel it but before you express or you know or even if you express at least look into yourself and say why, why did why did i get angry when when somebody said this right and you know, and i also want to share a different another perspective especially to young audience who are sort of uh, you know finishing college or getting into the first job and all that right uh this is my you know this is something which i do always tell this whenever i whenever i am sort of invited to talk to uh, for, you know first jobbers or young comers and all you know and 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 of people we should uh, try and break away from this templatized life and you know standard definitions of success um so let me let me tell you what i mean by that you know till about 20s you know, most of us are very very idealist and we say we want to make things happen we want to change the world or we might say we want to travel the world explore adventure and all that you know we are sort of driven by that but when we get the first job then the priority change becomes the then it becomes the first bike then the, the car then marriage then children buy a house it typically falls into a very very standardized uh, template because uh you know the, that seems to be the society's norm of a good life i'm not saying that don't do all this but do do these things consciously don't live your life by society's norms uh and i know and i i i we see this very this is a bigger probably a bigger mass bigger problem in india is what i uh, i feel so because we all are very largely influenced by our parents world views so it's important to go beyond that right question everything be critical and if you look at you know at least some of these problems in the society which we are seeing today like you know sectarian conflicts or uh, religious conflicts all that can be to some extent can be addressed so you know if you if i if you ask me what what do i want to say i just want to tell all of you that don't fall into the templatized way of life you know finish btech and then some you know some of you will have pressure to get married some you know first job uh some people might straight away jump into an mba i would say that if you work for 3 4 years before even you consider doing an uh, you know uh, mba or even further uh, studies right you we uh, all of us have to sort of every generation has to break away from the uh, you know their parents view of the world it's extremely very 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 uh, important so so don't don't go by so don't live your life by society's norms don't live a templatized life that would be my sort of advice
yes sir we're actually quite inspired and that was a very refreshing talk with you we had a great experience with you sir thank you thank you thank you so much so here we come to the end of this beautiful episode and that was mr uni radhakrishnan beautifully conveying his thoughts and experience with us thank you listeners and hope you enjoyed this episode well we got more exciting interviews coming soon so stay tuned to dare to develop and goodbye